in the book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 5. I'm just going to read over Zacharias and uh, Elizabeth. Zachariah and Elizabeth, and uh, these are the parents of John the Baptist. Very important in concerning uh, the Lord's birth, because there was a prophecy here of one coming to prepare the way of the Lord, and that was John the Baptist. There was in the days of, in verse 5, chapter 1 of Luke, in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias. Now, Herod, it's, it's amazing to study uh, the Herodian family and the reign of the Herodian family. Uh, Herod the Great, right here, uh, I have did a lot of study on them. I forget most of it, though. Um, that's my mind. It's up there. I, I equate my mind to like a 10,000-piece puzzle it's all mixed up. It's all, it's all up there, but it's all uh, scrambled. Um, but the Herodian uh, error uh, brought some stability to this time because, of course, Israel was being fought for. We know in the prophecy, um, the Bible says that the Messiah will come, uh, but not before the two kings, both kings of Israel and Judea, uh, the kings will fail. And uh, they were without a king at this time. But we know Joseph was of the lineage of David, henceforth uh, Christ being in the lineage of, of King David. But their, the king line had failed uh, in both Israel and in Judea. And then we have the Herodians, the Herodian family, King Herod, he fought to be in his position. And uh, if you study the, the Herods, uh, then you'll be able to have a little more understanding of um, why he tried to wipe out every child two and under, amen, why he didn't want the king of Israel to be there or the king of uh, the Lord, you know, when he found out he was born. Um, he, didn't want, he didn't want him to exist. There was a lot going on uh, as far as political at this time. Verse 6 says, and they were both righteous before God. He had Zechariah of the course of Abiah, verse 5, I'm sorry, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth, so Zechariah and Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord. They were blameless. And they had no child, because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. So they never had children. Uh, they stayed faithful to the Lord. Uh, just serving the Lord, uh, they they stayed at it, amen. And and uh, there was just those two, Elizabeth and her husband Zechariah. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot. What this is what he did. Uh, every priest had their jobs, the priesthood, the, the uh, Jewish priesthood. Every family had their lot of what they served in. They served in the temple of the Lord. And they all had their jobs, some in uh, the offerings to the Lord. In Zechariah's course, it was for incense. When he went into the temple of the Lord, verse 10, and the whole, I'm sorry, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. 
Verse 10, and the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. Of course, the incense represents the prayers uh, of the saints. And that's what, uh, when God hears our prayer, it ought to be a sweet prayer to the Lord. We ought to come before his presence in a certain manner. God does not accept us. All right, we're accepted by the blood of Jesus Christ. But we still have to acknowledge uh, what he wants from us in our lives. He just will not automatically accept. Uh, because we got saved, we have to make sure we come before his presence uh, knowing that he is God, knowing that he demands of us to repent of our sin. He demands of us to be clean before him. He demands of us to have a heart to serve him and change uh, where needed. Uh, know that he's God. He is the judge of all the earth. Uh, and the, the, his uh, lot was to burn the incense. Verse 10, the people were praying outside. Uh, so it amazes me that, you know, you think of, sometimes you think of uh, the priesthood, when you read in Ezekiel and such, all the priests were defiled at that time. Amen. It doesn't mean everybody was. We, hear, we see, we know, um, um, who was it in John chapter 3? Uh, Nicodemus. Nicodemus, a Pharisee, he was a good man. He was a good man. He wanted to get saved. Amen. Uh, so not all of the guys were bad. Uh, we try kind of down everybody, but that's not true for everybody. Uh, Zacharias was a great man. He was a righteous man before the Lord. There appeared unto him an angel, verse 11, of the Lord, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And this is what he did. He was faithful at what he did. He stayed at it. And he was older. And his wife was barren. Now notice this here. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zechariah, for thy prayer is heard. Thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Now, I don't know when Zechariah was praying for his wife to have a child, but I highly doubt that it was at this time. They were already old. His prayer might, this might have been the prayer 30 years before. But it took that long, amen? So, listen, God does answer prayer. We've got to learn to wait on the Lord. God does come through. Uh, we just need to learn to wait and keep at it, keep faithful. He stayed at it. He stayed burning the incense. That was his job before the Lord. And he didn't go in the temple with uh, unrighteous hands. He didn't go in saying, woe is me. He went in with a heart for the Lord. He had the heart of the people. The people that were outside praying, he stirred up the people to pray. Listen, this is time you, you guys need to pray. I'm going to go in like the incense. You guys need to pray. It's time to pray. Let's pray. And he was righteous before the Lord. He had the hearts of the people. He, had, he encouraged them to pray. He, light, he lit the incense inside the temple. Lord, hear these people's prayer. Hear the prayer of your people, Lord. And then an angel came. Zechariah, your prayer is heard. What, what prayer? They were already old. Did, was he, did he pray at that time? I doubt it. I mean, they were already old. He probably prayed long before. But now, now it's heard, Zechariah. Uh, what's timing? God's timing at the right time. Because his prayer was lining up with God's will. And God's will, of course, was the Lord Jesus Christ to come at an exact time. His timing, the Lord's timing for everything to happen and occur 
could only happen with a precision that cannot be replicated by anybody else ever born on this earth. If you follow the prophecies of Scripture, the Lord and his coming, it's amazing. The amount of prophecy. Uh, there was a mathematician that figured out mathematically. I, I, I don't, didn't remember the odds, but you'd have, uh, you'd have more chance picking up a grain of sand off the beach that I picked out 10 years ago, something like that. Uh, go to one of the beaches in, in, in the United States and pick one grain of sand off, and that's the odds of, of uh, everything happening. Amen? Something like that. It's, it's something crazy. Um, so everything was according to God's plan and God's will. Zechariah, your prayer is heard. What prayer? How can this be? We're, we're already old. We've long forgot about that prayer. No, your prayer is heard. God kept that prayer. You know, God knows the right timing for everything. Uh, so I want to encourage you to pray. Pray and learn to wait on the Lord because God has his plan and his plans for you are good and right. But they have to match up with his will. So God has a will for you and your prayers, God will file them and answer them according to his will. At the right time. So pray. Pray your prayers. God will hear them. Pray your prayers. God will answer them. All at the right time. Let's keep going. In verse 14, thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. I'm sorry, verse 13. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zechariah, for thy prayer is heard. And thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. And now shall have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth, for he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost even from his mother's womb. Notice the Bible says that he shall be great, not in the people's eyes, but in the sight of the Lord. And that's important. Uh, he, he's not going to be a people pleaser, and he sure wasn't. He, he would preach. He would preach to... Uh, he called everybody vipers and scorpions, and, and he laid down hard, amen, but it brought a repentance. He prepared the way of the Lord. He wasn't a people pleaser. He told you how it was. He told you about your sin, when you were doing wrong, where you were off. He even preached on, uh, against um, Herod, took his brother's wife, said, hey, you're wrong for doing that. He even went to the highest, he went to the king, King Herod. Uh, there wasn't anyone that stood in the way between God's word, the truth. He told you how it was. The Bible says that he was filled with the Holy Ghost from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall turn to the Lord their God. And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Uh, his, God's plan for John the Baptist was not, it was, it's not about John the Baptist here, it's about the Lord Jesus Christ. But his life was to be 
uh, that of a highway, a, pre a preparation to prepare everybody to meet the Lord Jesus Christ. And you notice that's when someone's filled with the Holy Spirit of God is they are going to push everyone. Uh, they're going to push, they're, number one, they're going to be walking with the Lord. They're going to have a love for the Lord Jesus Christ. But they're going to, everything about them is they're going to be talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit of God, never, the Bible says, in order to know what spirit you're of, if you say you're of the Holy Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit will never speak of himself. Never speak of himself. He only speaks of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's a lot of church today, that's all they talk about is the Holy Spirit. That's not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit never talks of himself. If someone's filled with the Holy Spirit of God, they will only speak of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because he speaks not of himself, but points everybody to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what Jesus said. He shall never speak of himself, but he shall speak of me. Jesus referring to himself. He shall be filled with the Holy Spirit. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias. Verse 18, And Zechariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. Notice he didn't call his wife old. Amen. He said she's well stricken in years. Amen. He said, I'm old. She's just well stricken. That's, I mean, he was kind to his wife. He had a kindness about him. And the angel answered, said, uh, answering said unto him, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God, and am seek, sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these glad tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not be able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. Uh, Zacharias questioning showed his unbelief. You notice that. Did, did, it, did he say, I don't believe you? He just answered. He said, well, how, how can this be? And uh, that's why the, the, uh, Gabriel made him dumb not being able to speak. And the people waited for Zechariah, marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. And when he came out, he could not speak unto them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he had beckoned unto them and remained speechless. And it came to pass that as soon as the days of his ministration were accomplished, he departed to his own house. And after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five months, saying, Thus hath the Lord dealt with me in the days wherein he looked on me to take away my reproach among men. So uh, Elizabeth was pregnant, and she hid herself five months being pregnant. And um, from everybody, just hid herself, uh, thanking the Lord, Lord, you looked on me, thank you. And in the sixth month, the, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin, a spouse to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. An angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. He shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. 
Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. Uh, so Elizabeth, no, but she didn't tell anybody. She, she hid herself in the house. We're saying, what's wrong with Elizabeth? Where's Elizabeth? She was hiding. But God told her, amen. God reveals things in time and uh, uh, bring, brings out things when they're needed. So what the, let's see what Mary did. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And Mary arose uh, in those days and went into the hill country with haste into the city of Judah and entered to the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb. So as soon as uh, Mary spoke, the, the baby leaped. That's John the Baptist. John the Baptist leaped. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Notice what she says here. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Notice the Holy Spirit of God again, bringing it all back to the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice the mother of my Lord. That's when you know the Holy Spirit is upon someone when they're uh, speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice she didn't say, uh, talk, uh, lift Mary up. She said, no, the mother of my Lord. For lo, as soon as this, uh, the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. And said Mary, and Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God, my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of lowest degree. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He hath opened his servants, Israel, in remembrance of his mercy. It means helped. As he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. And Mary abode with her about three months and returned to her own house. Now Elizabeth's full time came that she should be delivered, and she brought forth a son. And her neighbors and her cousins heard how the Lord had showed great mercy upon her, and they rejoiced with her. And it came to pass that on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they called him Zacharias after the name of his father. And his mother answered and said, no, Not so, but he shall be called John. And they said unto her, There is none by thy kindred that is called by this name. And they made signs to his father how he would have him called. Remember, he couldn't speak. And he asked for a writing table and wrote, saying, His name is John. And they marveled all. And his mouth was opened immediately, and his tongue loosed, and he spake and praised God. And fear came upon all them that dwelt round about them, and all these things were noise abroad throughout all the hill country of Judea. 
And all they that heard them laid upon them their hearts, saying, What manner of child shall be this? And the hand of the Lord was with him. And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, What does prophesied mean? Let's find out. Let's see what he did. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, hath raised up an horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. And he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he sware to our father Abraham, that he would grant unto us that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins. Remember, John preached repentance. Repent, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent, for the Lord, the Lamb of God, has come. Repent, he prepared all Israel, prepared all God's people to meet the Lord Jesus Christ. To give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring come uh, from on high hath visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit and was in the deserts till the day of his showing unto Israel. It's amazing uh, we forget about John the Baptist a lot of times in the birth. What great, great uh, preparation uh, that the Lord, Lord made in pointing to the Lord Jesus Christ. And this was great how uh, everybody's seen it. This, God used a priest in the temple, um, Zechariah. People loved him. They, they were, they're outside praying. And Zechariah was offering the incense. And he came out. He couldn't speak. And when uh, this was a miracle in itself when his wife gave birth at her old age. From all those years she was barren, and they passed a time where they couldn't have any children, even if they were able to physically, but God blessed them. It was a miracle in itself. And, uh, uh, and then Zechariah being dumb, wasn't able to speak. And then all at once the child was born, and his, he said his name should be John. And then his mouth was loosed again. And the people saw it and they wondered. They said, well, what, what child is this going to be? And the Bible says, then Zechariah prophesied and spoke and told all the people, no, not what child this is going to be, but what child he, he is going to be for the Lord and prepare the way of the Lord. For God is merciful, the God of our salvation. And Zechariah, filled with the Holy Ghost, preached the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what prophesied means, just preaches, preaches the Lord Jesus Christ uh, to all the people. So I want to encourage you today, amen, stay with it. Stay with, um, uh, offer yourself as a present to the Lord. Give yourself to the Lord. Let your prayers be heard before the Lord. God hears prayer. He does. Sometimes it doesn't feel like he hears them. Sometimes it seems like it's past, uh, way past, years past, uh, but he told Zechariah, he said, your prayer is heard. What prayer? That's a prayer I prayed when we first got married 50 years ago. 
whatever, 40 years ago. Now it's impossible. And he probably said, God never answered that prayer. Or maybe he answered it just with no. You're not going to have any children. But God's timing, God's purpose for you is great. Uh, but he didn't give up. Notice he, didn't, he wasn't a, a man who was defeated. He stayed at it. An older priest, he went in. And it wasn't just um, out of, uh, he wasn't just going in there religiously. He had the people praying outside. Amen. He was doing his job. He wasn't just offering incense. The incense that he was offering was backed up by the prayer of the saints. He was a man that was filled with the Holy Spirit. That means he was walking with the Lord. That means he was a saved man, righteous before God, doing his best. Him and his wife living for God together, doing what was right. And God used them in a great way. And God chose them to have John the Baptist. And then we know about Mary. God chose Mary to have the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God for a people just staying with it, walking with the Lord, doing what's right. And in time, God does answer prayer. I want to encourage you to Offer yourself as a present to God. Uh, Zechariah was given over to God. You know, the, the Levites, they didn't own anything in the scriptures. They didn't have their land. They were supposed to be fed off of the offerings of the people. But he was committed to the Lord. I want to challenge you to be committed to, to the Lord tonight and to offer yourself to God. The Bible says we are uh, a royal priesthood. We are priests uh, in the sight of God. A priest is a servant of God uh, and someone who has access to God. Amen. And because of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says now we are priests. We are a royal priesthood. First Peter says that we are a royal priesthood who should show forth the praises of him who hath called us out of darkness into a marvelous light. We represent the Lord. We serve the Lord. Present yourself, be faithful, be committed to the Lord. And last of all, I want to challenge you tonight to, to pray. Make sure you pray. God answers prayer. He does. And there's times where uh, I wish I waited longer before I counted it out. Uh, but God does answer prayer in his time. God has a perfect will and plan for you. But it's not revolving around your wants, emotions, and life and feelings. It's revolving around his perfect will and plan that we get to be involved with. And he will answer it according to his time. Uh, we were having a devotional the other day, our family, and we read in Ecclesiastes, uh, in his time, amen? Everything has a time and a purpose, a time uh, to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up. But everything has a time. 
And certainly God's will for your life has a time. And when God answers that prayer, uh, he will, in the end, make your life a blessing. Elizabeth, in this time, she didn't know how to handle it. She, was, she hit herself for five months. Nobody knew, not even her cousin. Gabriel told Mary, amen. Uh, then Mary, she ran over there right away. She couldn't wait, wait to see her cousin Elizabeth, who was expecting. Um, but they were both pregnant together. One with John the Baptist, can you imagine that? One with John the Baptist and one with the Lord Jesus Christ. It's amazing. Uh, and when these two ladies had met together, um, you had an older woman, I'm sorry, well, uh, a woman who was well stricken in years, amen. And then you had Mary who um, was highly blessed to be able to be the mother of the Lord Jesus Christ. And what blessing it is. As Ruth had said, or I'm sorry, Naomi, God hath made me to laugh, right, in the end. And may God bless you in the end as you keep going for the Lord. Zechariah stayed at it, didn't he? He stayed at it. So I want to encourage you tonight just to stay at it. Stay praying, stay reading, stay handing out tracts, stay faithful to the Lord, stay praying, let your prayers be heard, and uh, keep giving to the Lord as God always keeps giving to us. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for uh, this time of Christmas and the time we get to think about you, and uh, Lord, we get frantic and hectic uh, or as we shop and try to get all these gifts, Lord, and we often kind of forget you, Lord. Um, but we can give you something. Um, may we give you ourselves. Lord, I pray that you would just speak to us, touch our heart, Lord, uh, as we give you something from our lives. Receive it, Lord, and bless it, I pray. Thank you for everybody who came out tonight. And uh, Lord, I pray for those who are sick who couldn't make it. We bless this week, Father. Bless our Christmas concert on Friday, Lord, as preparations are continued to be made for that. We thank you for all you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Remember our Christmas concert, Friday, 6 o'clock. Amen. God bless you.